The following is a Black Static and Swerve production. You've found Don't Worry Wednesday, where Ryan and Joe share insight, perspective, and information on issues that real folks are dealing with every day. Here is a specific question that Ryan and Joe answered on a recent full episode of Don't Worry Wednesday. Joe, what was that latest question? Hey everyone, the topic we are handling in this segment comes from Akil, and it's about personal metamorphosis. Just as a reminder, we are not professional therapists and our content is not a substitute for professional counseling. We're simply offering some friendly perspective and encouragement for you as you journey through these challenges. Now let's get to that topic posted by Akil. All right, metamorphosis by Akil. People are bound to change over the course of life physically, mentally, and emotionally. Most would either go left or right on crossroads, but we know that they are going on and moving forward. We also might find ourselves in need to step back off some things, plan another approach. Metamorphosis is change, transition, evolution. Some people change for the worse, but we all strive to be better, the best version of ourselves. What about those who took too many steps back? How much progress would they make? Were there any change at all? I'm afraid of myself. Well, not really. My old self was capable and efficient. It's just the end can't justify the means. I really don't want to go down that road again for the sake of people I've come to know. I'm sitting on a mount of bodies. The higher it stacks up, the further I could see. Don't look down. It's just their time. All of us live on borrowed time. One day you'll be part of the mountain, but for now, make sure to climb all the way up. We owe them at least that. That's what we kept telling ourselves. We wanted to help realize dreams because those people ran out of sands in their hourglass. We, it actually is just I, this emptiness, a sign he's coming. I feel alone even when I'm aware of myself being surrounded by interesting people. I'm a stopwatch. I got all the time in this world and the ability to reset. What's happening? Why are the hands going counterclockwise? What's with this smile? Why am I getting excited? Why am I welcoming that brat? Why does it feel good? Why do I feel fake, pretending to care? I'm a selfish brat, violent and efficient. At least then I feel like I'm capable. I'm sorry, I hate being rotten, but now I really hate being pasty. The mask is off, the time goes backwards, and I'm coming back. Bear with me until I realize my responsibilities as as an adult again, until I can say, this is fine. I wanted to believe in humanity, well I did. But when I lose faith in myself, then I can't see it going any better for the rest. So yeah, let's see how I fight myself again. Bless it, I had to handle all the dead people, and now my old self is jumping into this. I can't see myself being the same again, and this change seems to be going on quite the direction. I thought I was already a butterfly, but my pupa self had something to say about it. Pupa, I think. Pupa, yes. Pupa self had something to say about it. I might come out as an insect with a sting or something with beautiful wings. All that is certain, something is struggling in the pupa. Wow. That's by Akil. Akil does a lot of uh, reflection when he does yes. here. Yes, um, there is a lot sure. of reflection in Akil's post. Thank you for posting, Akil. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah. Wow. 
it sounds like um it sounds like you are really examining yourself um and trying to uh define yourself or um you know um decipher the different changes you've made and and so on uh and and what's it worth and and so on um yeah it's it's really really interesting um so i'm trying to figure out what exactly to talk about here um well there's a lot in there Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, I was there were a couple things that jumped out at me as I was reading Go for it. it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing that jumped out at me was all of us live on borrowed time, and that you know that is kind of true. And Ryan has said it before. I've said we've we've said it on the streams where um, our lives are gifts. Mm-hmm. We didn't deserve this. So really, we are kind of on borrowed time because we never know. We never know how long we have. And we didn't deserve to be here in the first place. The universe doesn't owe us anything. We get to exist. And it's, and it's a beautiful thing. Um, and it can be a challenge. And the amazing thing to me is to watch people grow. When we're younger, we don't really notice it as much because we're in the process of growing. We don't have a lot of, you know, things that we can look back on and think, oh, I used to not know so much. Now I know this much more. We're just in the process of learning and we can't, we can't really look back as easily. Akil, I, I, I commend you, like Ryan says, I commend your uh, level of reflection here and, and the fact that you can look back and you can make an assessment on who you used to be, who you are now. Sometimes it's necessary to take some steps back, just like you said. Sometimes you need to, you've gone too far in a direction, you need to step back, kind of get a hold of yourself. And then decide, okay, do I still want to pursue that direction or do I want to change course a little bit and see if another direction would be better for me to take? And you have that time. Every single one of us has that time. Every single one of us has that choice of how do we want to live our lives. They always ask us in school, you know, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? They, they ask those questions. And truly anything is possible. Now, sometimes there are limitations based on the culture you live in or the, you know, <laughs> based on what's around you. But with the minds that we've been given, there's so much that we can do. Henry Ford said, whether you believe you can or believe you can't, you are correct. And that is so true because belief is such a huge part in all of this. And so, Akil, if you got to take a few steps back and, and reassess, and like you said, you feel like you're, you're struggling in the pupa, you're in this developmental phase, you're not exactly sure what's going to come out. Is it going to be something beautiful or is it going to be something painful? Is it... But you kind of get to choose that. You might not consciously make the choice, 
but you will choose the attitudes from which that develops. And you will choose the habits from which whatever develops. If you choose to live a virtuous life, if you choose to live a life where you're serving other people and you're being more selfless, a beautiful life will emerge. If you decide to retreat into yourself, gratify your own selfish desires, and you know, think only of yourself and do just what you want without any thought to anybody else, something more painful will emerge. A life filled with more pain, filled with more um, disappointment, that kind of stuff. It's going to be much more painful. It's a really strange thing. But the, we are happier the less we think of ourselves. We are happier the more we give happiness to other people. We are happier when we help others have a better life than we could. It's the same in anything. It's so crazy. Even, even in finances where you would think, hey, I have my financial pile and I got to keep it. But financial people who are experts on finance will tell you if you're stressed out about money, your first step is to give some money away. because then you won't be so stressed about it. And then it won't be that big of a deal. And then you'll be able to amass more of it that, you know, there's all those aspects in there. But the, but the first step is to just give some away and release yourself of the stress, release yourself of the tension. If you can give to the world around you, you have much, much more freedom. And so I would encourage you in that direction, if you are in this pupa, in this developmental phase that you're talking about. Think about serving. Think about giving. Think about helping others be happy. Think about how can I make the lives of those around me better. And as you do that, you'll amaze yourself with the different creative ideas that you'll come up with to help people have a better day or a better minute or a better life. And if you can think of living a virtuous life, live with virtue, do the thing you know to be right, and you can tell by your conscience, do those things, and the joy and the peace of mind that comes from that will just be astounding. And you will be that beautiful creature emerging from the pupa. So that's, that's kind of the stuff that jumped out at me. So Ryan, what do you, uh, what do you have on that? One thing that jumped out at me was um, uh, you wrote, I feel alone when I'm aware of myself being surrounded by interesting people. Um, I'm a stopwatch. I got all the time in this world and the ability to reset. So on. Um, what's interesting to me there is uh, I can see this you know, just in the way that you post, in the way that you've posted other things, um, but especially especially in this comment here, um, 
you are really aware of yourself. Um, and even when you're surrounded by people, your focus, uh, you feel as if you're not really in the moment. You feel as though you are in your mind and your ex- your experience in that moment is limited because you are a little bit, um, again, in your mind. You experience things through your mind and you experience things based on what your experience in your head is and not experiencing physically. Um, so, um, and that's part, that's something that I do too. I, I, I'm having trouble saying it, but I live my life in my head a lot of times. Um, things will happen around me and I'll remain unaffected um, and I'll see what's going on around, but on around me, but a lot of times it doesn't necessarily have to change how I'm feeling or whether I feel um, drawn into the moment or not. Uh, when certain things that happen that are really exciting, some people get really exciting. Oh my gosh. And me, I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. I'm really excited. You know? And people are like, are you really excited? I'm like, yeah, I'm totally excited. It's going to be awesome. You know? <laughs> and I just keep that calm. Um, but that's, that's just my personality. Um, and that's a lot of people's personality. So if that's how you feel, if you feel alone, even though you're surrounding by, surrounded by interesting people, um, because you're over aware of yourself, um, there's nothing wrong with that. That's very natural and normal. Um, don't, don't, don't worry about that too much. It's just your personality. And that's a blessing, honestly. Some people have the blessing of really being transformed by the moment. And some people have the blessing of not being affected by the moment and thus being capable of um, logically inserting the transformation into the moment. Um, maybe you maybe you go through something that's a bad experience and then you're not you're, you're not really affected by it too much and you can choose how you react and you can help others around you because you're not reacting. Um, to what the experience is. So there are blessings in that personality trait. Um, so don't, don't, don't be too worried about that sort of thing. He said, I'm kind of guilty of being bound to the past a lot. The hours doesn't, the hour, oh yeah, the hour doesn't move. I've been limiting myself because I kind of choose not to get close. Ah, okay. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, the past is uh, definitely something to look at and learn from, but to worry about is uh, another thing, obviously, because you can't change the past, right? And you already know that. You can't change the past. So there's no no sense going and playing those what-if moments. I think a lot of us like to do that. Look at the past and say, you know, what if I would have done this instead? Well, okay. Well, then maybe next time when it happens, or if it ever happens again, maybe you'll do something different. But to keep on move, looking back at that and thinking about it and over and over and over and playing that loop, um, it's it's not just a waste of time. It can do you more harm than good uh, if it's something that's displeasing, right? So, in those moments, how do you get over? How do you get over those pasts, and how do you just move on? Um, I think there's a couple of different things you can do. The main thing, one of the best things you can do, is obviously you're a kind of person that is concerned for the future as well, and that's good. Continue to instill that habit in you. Concern yourself over the present and the future. Um, because those are the only things that you have an effect on. But um, as you do that, remember to look at the past and have forgiveness. Um, mm, it's okay yes. to replay those moments. Um, and Joe's talked about it many times, and you know what I'm talking about, because you've been to a lot of these streams. <laughs> um, so 
you know, just it's okay to replay those moments if your intention is to get over them um, by forgiving the pains that others have caused you or the pains that you've caused yourself, the things that you've done wrong. You have to forgive yourself of those things too. Um, you know, we are different people now than we used to be. I'm a different person than I used to be in the past. That's for sure. Mm. Um, I'm a lot better in some ways and maybe worse in others. But um, I don't think so. You're mostly Whatever. just better. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Joe. You're very nice. <laughs> I hate you. Yeah, I have weird <laughs> habits of just saying weird things sometimes, though. So forgive me. Um, <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, but yeah, we, we, we all have, you know, the things, the areas that we grow in and, and uh, decrease in. Uh, but we have to look back at our past and just say that's, that's in the past. It's no longer who I am. And I can move on from this. And if there's something you liked about who you were in the past, try to try to increase that in yourself now. You know, as just as you say, you know, in in your post and so on, we are constantly changing. We're we're going to be moving forward or backwards. But like Joe said, if you just concentrate on doing what's right, doing the things that you know are good, and by good I mean cause good things to others and cause good things to yourself. Um, doing good things um, or holy things, if you will, just just focus on that and you'll be led down a path that that's important. Here's the thing. like um, One thing that I do and I think is really important um, is I say, keep the main thing the main thing. I tell myself, keep the main thing the main thing a lot. And I've established what the main thing is for me. Uh, you have to establish what the main thing is for you. What's the most mm. valuable thing in the world, what's what's worth giving your life for? What is that thing that you think should be the main thing in your life? The thing that sets the tone for every action, the thing that sets the tone for every scenario that you encounter, every suffering, every um, experience, whether it's joyful or painful. What's that main thing for you that can set that tone? And keep that the main thing. And then when you do, now when you take actions, you'll constantly be working towards that main thing. And so that main thing will increase in you and your life uh, and, and shape you into the person that you want to be, right? So uh, for me, my main thing is basically how can I be, how can I, how can I give to the world um, the heart that that is my God's heart? I'm in my life, I want to, enact out God's heart into the world so that he can increase in the world. Um, and so when I talk to somebody, whether they are of a different faith or not, whether, um, you know, it's the first time I'm meeting them or they're an old friend or even an enemy, or, you know, whenever I suffer through something and something's painful, or whenever I experience joy, whenever I drink a cup of coffee, I can take that moment and keep the main thing the main thing in that moment. I can, I can take a drink of this coffee and say, thank you. I'm glad I have this as a gift. It tastes good, you know? And then my, my heart can be filled with joy over some weird substance, you know? But not because of the substance, but because I'm keeping the main thing the main thing. I'm rejoicing in the gifts that I have, and I can increase God's presence in the world through my actions in that way. Um, and so when I talk to somebody, I try to, I try to do my best to act out God's love for them 
uh, the best that I can. I'm not perfect, but I'm keeping the main thing on the main thing all the while. And so, if you do that for yourself, whatever you want that main thing to be, um, that will set the tone uh, for. I guess you could say that should that should set the tone for your metamorphosis, because you're going to become whatever you're going to become based on what you keep the main thing. If if you're in your pupa and your focus is on, I just don't want to become an insect with a stinger. Well, if you're constantly thinking about that, you might just become that. Mm. You might end up with that mm. because you're so worried about it and you're so focused on it. Um, but if your focus is instead on, you know, all I want to be is something that can fly and look beautiful to the world, you know, like a butterfly or something, you know, um, and then you take those actions necessary in every moment and just say, well, does this, is this type of action in my pupa stage, is this going to make me more like a butterfly? Or does this action more resemble that of a bee? Does this action that I'm going to take here or is this line of thought more resemble the line of a butterfly? See, the butterfly doesn't thinking about, isn't thinking about, man, I don't want to become a bee. I don't want to become a bee, you know? The only person that doesn't want to be a bee is a bee. Because <laughs> they're the only one with the actual, actual existence of a bee. <laughs> no one else is concerned about becoming a bee, right? Um, or the fact that they are a bee because they're just not. But a, a butterfly is concerned with doing butterfly things. Um, and so you concern yourself with doing those things that you find important, that you find are good. Um, I, I think that would be my best advice going forward. Um, but yeah. I can't be forgiven yet. There are still there's still a lot to do. Um, I think um, I would I would change that preface because um, while forgiveness, a lot of times you can do something to make up for an act. A lot of times, I'll say there are a lot of things that you can't make up for, and some things that aren't meant to be made up for. Um, forgiveness is a thing. If you're forgiving yourself or whatever. Um, Forgiveness is a thing that you just have to have and it forgives what has to be made up. So, for example, if a servant own, owes a king, you know, $3 million and the king looks at the servant and says, you don't have $3 million, you'll never have $3 million. I'll, I'll forgive you of that. It means the servant no longer has to pay any money. Not even a dime. That's what forgiveness is. Or maybe it's only $3,000 and the king knows that the servant can get $3,000, but he forgives him. He says, you could totally get me that $3,000. I know you have that $3,000 in your bank. But the king is choosing to forgive, which means the king is choosing to let that debt go and say, you no longer owe me that $3,000. Not because of something you did, but because of something I'm choosing to do. And I'm choosing to forgive you. I'm choosing to let that go. I'm choosing to let bygones be bygones. I'm choosing to say, I've forgotten about that and I no longer am worried about that. And that's one of the things about forgiveness that's beautiful is you're no longer worried about it. <laughs> you know, you don't have to, you don't have to worry about it anymore because it's gone. You don't have to worry about, man, I have to track that guy down and tell him he owns me like $3,000. <laughs> you know, when am I going to get through my $3,000 so that I can pay for my whatever? When am I going to get that $3,000? When you forgive him, you're just like, I don't have that $3,000. I don't care. I'm never going to have it. Uh, you know, it doesn't bother me anymore. 
Mm-hmm. So that's an important thing to make sure that you do for yourself is if you're holding on to grudges against yourself, that's mm-hmm. not going to form a good relationship with yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, any good relationship with any person expects that there are going to be problems, expects that the other person isn't going to be perfect, but also requires forgiveness. If I say, I'm going to marry you, but I'll never forgive you for anything that you do wrong, that's going to be a terrible relationship or even a friendship. I'm I'm your friend, but if you do anything wrong, I'm just going to be a jerk to you for the rest of our friendship. You know, well, that's not a friendship. And you have to do that for yourself because you're in a relationship with yourself. You're a human being and you treat yourself a certain way and you like yourself about certain things and you dislike certain things about yourself. It's a real relationship. Are you treating yourself to the best of your ability? Because if you are, then, then things are going to go well for you. Um, but if you're, if you're not being kind to who you are, if you're not being kind to yourself, um, if you're holding on to grudges and not being able to forgive yourself for mistakes that you've done, um, then, then your relationship and the way you feel about yourself and the way that you act in certain moments in every moment is going to be hindered by this, um, by this situation, by this relationship. And I don't want that for you. And I don't think you want that for you either. It can be hard to forgive yourself. Totally hard. Absolutely. Where where that's the most difficult. It's easier to forgive other people than it is to forgive ourselves. Oh, for sure. At least, at least in my experience, that's how it's been. I know that's the same way for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yep, but it's something that that is necessary for any friendship, especially the friendship you have with yourself. Mm-hmm. Is you need to have that forgiveness because um, you can't expect a friendship to go on if you're constantly in grudges against that person. Mm-hmm. If you're holding grudges, right? Yeah. So. Well, sometimes we get in this, uh, we, we get in the thought process that, you know, I've seen it coming through the chat a few times and Ryan, you touched on it a little bit that forgiveness is something that's given. It's not, it's not something that you give a price in order to receive. It's, it's given to you with, with no strings attached, no price involved. Otherwise it's a business transaction. Right. You know, like if you do something and in order to be forgiven, you have to do something else. That's not really forgiveness. That's a transaction. You know, forgiveness is something freely given. And that that's when forgiveness is healing. It's because we are when when we give that forgiveness, whether it's to another person or to ourselves, that's where the freedom comes in. You know, the freedom comes in because now you're no longer bound by the transaction. So you don't have to exact a price. It's just, it's over. It's done. And now anything you do in response, that's like just added bonus, you know, where you're doing something because you're happy about being forgiven. You're mending the relationship. And so you do something for that other person in order to, you know, improve the relationship. But the forgiveness aspect of it, if, if, if it requires a transaction to take place, then it's no longer really forgiveness. It's exacting a price, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Akil, thank you for uh, for. I actually have a couple more things to say. Actually, because um, okay. I realized something. It might be the case. I don't know. Akil, is it? It could be that I'm not sure. 
Is it that you are worried about becoming your old self, even though like you find stuff in the old version of you that you really like? Um, you found that your old self was often more uh, responsible and, mm. and so on. Um, and you want that for yourself now, but you don't want to revert to the bad things that you also that also included with it. Um, I'll say, try not to worry about that because you don't have to become your old self to get the certain parts of your old self that you liked. You just have to start doing those certain parts that you liked. And then you'll grow from that. Um, what I'm saying is just by starting to be more responsible, you're not going to slack into becoming someone who didn't have the other lessons you've learned along the way since then. You're not going to revert into your old, um, your old self in that manner. So, uh, you know, if you see something that you can grow in, just start, just start working at it. And um, don't worry about how much you revert in, in certain other areas. You know, we're all, we're all getting good, better at some things and worse at others. But if you notice something that you can be better at, then it's worth, worth uh, just going for it. And um, yeah, I, I wouldn't worry about too much about um, suddenly becoming worse. And as for forgiveness, um, one more thing I could say about it is this. If you imagine you're trying to put a puzzle, a puzzle together, right? And you've got all of these pieces and you put a puzzle piece in the wrong spot and you look at it and you realize, oh, that puzzle piece is in the wrong spot. What are you going to do? Are you going to remove the puzzle piece and find a place for it later? Or are you going to say, oops, I put that in the wrong spot, but I'm going to keep it there forever. You'll never finish the puzzle if you do. Mm. And it's going to be, that puzzle piece is going to be in the way of another piece that's required. Mm-hmm. And that where that piece goes isn't going to be able to be placed in the piece, in the place where it belongs. Um, and so it's important to take that mistake and say, oops, I've made a mistake. Let's, let's just forgive that mistake. Let's take that piece off and start building the puzzle again. And incidentally, so, it, it, it doesn't usually help to get really angry at the puzzle piece either. Right, yeah. It, yeah, if you, if you get mad at the puzzle piece, <laughs> it doesn't change anything. <laughs> the puzzle's still where it's at. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that was helpful, uh, Akil. I know we ended up touching a lot of subjects, but it's, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, again, there's yeah. a lot to... There's a lot of ground to cover in different there. places. Which doesn't mean that you're messed up in a lot of places. It's just, you know, so many things tie together um, in life, you know? Oh, yeah. But so much streams from, it, so, so much comes from forgiveness. It really does. You know, I, I am reproven of that over and over and over and over and over again. And it's so crazy. When you learn the incredible healing power of forgiving other people. You will do some deep searching in your heart and in your past and in everything to try and find anywhere you might be holding on to a grudge for somebody. Anything that you might have forgotten about that you were mad about that you never forgave a person for and it just kind of sat there and you never did anything with it and then you forgot about it, but it's causing an issue. I mean, there are so many even physical ailments that people have cured 
through mm. forgiveness because they then release the stress because so many physical things are caused by too much stress. Yeah. And through the forgiveness, the stress is relieved. And then when the stress is relieved, you no longer have the ailment. And people like autoimmune diseases mm -hmm. and all kinds of stuff get cured through people simply going through the process of forgiving. And if you knew that power, you would run to go and look through your life to find those moments where you needed to forgive somebody because the, the freedom and the peace and the healing that comes from that is just absolutely astounding. We hope you've enjoyed this Don't Worry Wednesday discussion. All of these episodes from single questions to full programs will appear in the Don't Worry Wednesday section of our website, bss.studio. While you're there, check out all the great content ranging from music to games, chat, and uplifting discussions by our growing worldwide community. One out of two hosts even claim that these are some of the greatest people in the universe, and the other loves all of you unconditionally. Join the experience each week. Don't Worry Wednesdays regularly stream Wednesday evenings on YouTube. And don't be surprised if Ryan and Joe show up other times of the week. So be sure to subscribe and ring the notification bell so you don't miss out on any of the live streams. But you can always get your dose of insight with these handy podcasts, a Black Static and Swerve production.